0: Tech eighty two and um also a DJ with K T S T FM Anaheim. So I'm I'm having the most exciting January so far. I've got a drummer on the line, Derek Abrams, who will be playing with the band Ministries. I'm super excited. Hello, Derek, how are you?
1: I'm great, how are you?
0: I'm doing very well. Um I'm really looking forward to hearing some music this year. Uh, we have made it to 2018. Um, and, you know, are you are you feeling good about what's coming up in 2018? I know you're going on tour with ministry, if
1: I'm not yeah. mistaken. That is correct, yeah. I'm uh,
0: yeah. really, um, really excited about it. Oh wow, that is so cool. And you know what, um, I was watching some videos of, your, of you playing and I am um, I'm so impressed. Just beyond belief. <laughs> oh thank Does you, that. thank you. Yeah, um, I really enjoy watching you play and um, I just think that you have you know, so much skill behind what you're doing at a drum kit that it's unreal. So it's really incredible stuff and great music too and um, well, they do want to ask you some questions about how it's possible that you play it so well. Uh, um, um, but that's I a want good to.
1: Question. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I, you know, I don't really know where to start because I'm excited about ministry. I'm excited about the new album. I was lucky enough to get to talk to Sin, um, one of your guitarists. Of ministry, yeah. and he, you know, spoke with me and answered some questions. We talked about the new album. We also talked about his side project, which is the band Three Headed Snakes. So I know you're going to be involved in that too, and I think that's great. Yeah, I'm really
1: excited about that one too. That's that's really fun. It's uh, it's it's kind of in a sense, it's kind of throwback music, but it's got such a, a modern feel to it where it's, it's basically the kind of music that. That Sin and myself kind of grew up listening to, but he he's written songs that have all of his influences and his influences from the past and and present. So it's really it's 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 really fun music to play, and it's fun to listen to. I'm really looking forward to to hearing the rest of it, especially hearing the recordings that we that we've done.
0: Oh yeah, most of, most, yeah cool. So It's
1: It's cool. It's really cool music. Uh
0: huh. Um, and yeah, I like what you said about it. It's like really contemporary stuff. It's like a new, you know, it's, it's new. A new sound. Um, I think he's so talented. The way he put it together, he described it to me. Um, and um, just, uh, you know, a whole lot of um, experience, a whole lot of expertise, you know, went into the music. And uh, so I was happy to hear that you're going to be playing with him. And I'm hoping I'm going to catch some performances too because and that Johnny Ray the vocalist is amazing so three minutes late, we're going to get to hear these guys play <laughs> but yeah, not until absolutely.
1: Like, absolutely. I mean we
0: probably the EP is going to come out cause I know I think he told me March cause I know Ministry has an EP coming out in March which is totally yes. exciting yes yes uh um, because i want to ask you too many questions at once but when are are we going to get to hear the three headed snake record
1: you know that's that's a really good question um i know there's i know there's a whole album's worth of songs written we just demo we demoed and kind of put together uh actual actual uh like ep tracks uh-huh. put together uh when was that i want to say that was in uh late late november early december we got the we got together and did some recordings and that that stuff really turned off great but as as far as i know right now it's not it's not completely finished it's in the mixing processes right now and then okay. when that's done then I'll, then I'll get to hear it myself which i i can't wait i cannot wait
0: uh uh-huh. Yeah, well, I love the sound of Johnny Reid's vocals. Um, really, really, gra- really great. Yeah, good.
1: yeah, that, that, he's got some pipes. I'm, it's it's exciting mm-hmm. stuff.
0: Yeah, awesome. So, um, if there was a performance, it probably wouldn't be until mm, the end of the year, maybe, maybe fall that or would, maybe winter. I don't know.
1: That would be that would. That would probably be about about right. Be about right. It would. There'd have to be a lot of things to to line up. To line up beforehand, but I I I wouldn't be surprised if you see something coming up around that time.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, and as far as industry, uh, the new record, American can American K KKK K Ant, is <laughs> coming out in March. It. And um. So what was it like? on that because you're kind of like a new member of this band is that not so
1: i am i'm actually what you could call the the newest 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 member of the band um, huh. i stepped i stepped into the into the group and actually by the time i stepped into the group the record was already done okay and uh and uh after 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 getting to hear it and and hearing the process of everything going through cause, uh my involvement with the band has is, is, has been for the last uh, through four years now. I've been uh, kind of involved working with the band, either as like a stage hand or 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 a drum tech or, or what have you. I've I've,
0: uh-huh. been,
1: I've I've known the guys for a, a while now, and uh, and seeing the process that they go through to to make the record and and uh, and just kind of being way 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 back in the shadows, it was really exciting to see all that now. Now that uh, I've stepped into the position as the drummer, it's, it's even more—I guess, for lack of a better term—term term, kind of cathartic to to be able to play the songs now and and actually add add my artistic interpretations as a drummer to these songs and, and bring uh-huh. those to the public. Okay. You know, for me okay. being the first person to to do that, so it's it's, it's an interesting process. But I mean, I, I I'm excited as hell to be to be even just part of it
0: uh-huh uh-huh wow um so so you've known the band members for a while and yes. um how did you how did you get the position as the drummer for the next uh for the tour? Did you did some shows attempts already, so you have stepped in already
1: right? yes uh i mm-hmm. the last the last uh four week tour that the the band did that I did with the band was the uh, the, the North American tour with uh with Death Grips and that was a four or five week tour that we did just throughout the oh, course okay. and the was actually the, okay. the first the first time that it actually took in the in the band and um but the the way that I got the band the position as the drummer was was um is let's see. The the best way to explain it would be that I I happened to be at the right place at the exact right time where we like, yeah. struck twice. Uh huh. <laughs> it, yeah. it honestly it couldn't have been better. And it was yeah kinda of the way things just kinda of lined up and that's just how it worked out and I'm uh uh-huh. uh-huh. I feel I I feel so privileged to be where I am right now.
0: Yeah. Well, congratulations.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: Um, well, you know, and it's well deserved too. And um uh, I mean, is it something that you had always Kind of dreamed about, like you thought, you know, this band Ministry is really where I'm at. I'm really, you know, I'm really going to steal the drummer's seat, or is it yeah. something like, you know, just kind not, of in the back not really. Going?
1: It uh, was. It wasn't something that like because the first time I saw I saw Ministry was at Lollapalooza in '92, and,
0: uh-huh.
1: and and having seen them then, they were they were, they were a band that I was a huge fan of, and. And it was—if you would have asked me back then, you know, do you think you'd ever plan that band? I would have probably said, if I ever had the opportunity, I would dive at it. So, yeah. And, um, and yeah. then once this—the opportunity came up, however many years later—I I did exactly what I I wanted to do: was dove at the opportunity and took it. Yeah. But yeah. It's—it
0: was—it's—it's—it's
1: it's, it's wild to think about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of, you just kind of—you know—when you're listening. Even in 1992, you were listening with your whole heart and your whole mind, and you know you're always, always uh, in tune with what the drummer was, drummer was doing of any band that you might have heard because you are one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're always like so at home at the at the drum kit that you felt you could play almost anything. Um, because I was. You've played ever since you you were young, right?
1: Yes, uh, uh-huh. I started playing drums when I was seven, and uh, I got actually I got my first drum kit when I was seven years old. It was a uh, just an old silver sparkle like 1970s drum kit that was. I mean, made in Japan with uh, the brand name of Stetson and uh I've, uh I've played it every I've played it every day. I mean I don't even skip school uh, to, <laughs> to stay, just to stay I home and play my drums. So it was yeah. yeah, it was it and it's it's just one of those things that I'm extremely passionate about. Um I still am to this day. I I I practice every day if not an hour or longer. It's either on a practice pad with a pair of drumsticks or on a drum kit.
0: It's really, it's one of
1: those things that I just yeah I I cannot get enough of it. Wow. I don't know why, but I can't. <laughs>
0: yeah, wow! So just really kept at that, that skill and really developed that and just really exceptional. We were you looking at a lot of books, a lot of music? I mean, because I know you know I love to encourage young players too. That the one um kids or young people, you know, take up an instrument, they're always, um, sometimes parents don't quite know what to do with them, <laughs> and, the, and right. the kids dream, you know, maybe they don't dream big enough, maybe they do, maybe they dream too big, and not quite sure where to go with their, um, it, well, with their um, with their playing, you know, once they've developed their, their talent. And um, some, you know, Put their whole heart into it, and others maybe don't. Uh, Maybe do other things as well to fall back on if it doesn't come through for them. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) absolutely! I taught for a long.
1: I taught for a long time um, where uh, where I'm originally from uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I, uh, Mm I taught for a long time with a lot of different students, and I worked with you know, I worked with teenagers that are that were advanced and really. We're going to do something with with what the the talents that they had, and I also worked with some youngsters that just were kind of doing it because they needed something to to fuel whether or not they – or find out whether or not they had any musical inclinations whatsoever. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's it's kind of harsh, but there, sometimes the old adage that either you have it or you don't have it. Kind of falls into play, but at the same time, if if someone's willing to work at work at playing the drums or the guitar or singing, if you are really willing to put in the work, you're going to develop some type of skill that you can use. Right. Whether it, whether it be you know whether it be for fun or for a profession or even even just writing jingles for for commercials and and, and even for you know I'm trying to think of another. Like even if you're writing it for a website, doesn't matter. It's, you know, it, to to learn music is is so important. And I uh, and with all the kids that I worked with and the the time that I spent with them, um, it cer- it certainly seems that the, the the best thing you can do is to if you have a child that or even just someone you know that that has inclinations towards just wanting to learn music or, or for in my instance playing drums. Uh, the best thing you can do is just let them immerse themselves in it as much as they possibly want. The more you push it sometimes the the more they 'll stay away from it. But the more you just kind of let them let them get at it and do what they want with it the the better it can be but once once students really start to to show a serious interest and and show actual talent towards it the the best thing that I would say is just the more the more practice you can get. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah, and, and
0: then I've seen some really great drummers who just play it in small local bands, you know, and they just...
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: They, yeah, they really nailed the drum set, you know. They really, they knew how to play all these great classic rock songs, and, they, and I would say they just did it for fun because drummers work hard at what they do and, you know, just learn a lot of music, but... So, yeah, just for the record, you know, there's not always such a big difference between one drummer who plays very well and and in local venues, you know, and, and plays in classic rock covers or whatever, what have you, and, and one drummer, you know, who makes it big and plays in a in a famous band, you know, that these, yeah, these guys, a, a they have developed their skills. Very well, yeah, and some get yeah. too discouraging, they want to give up and this that. but hard work pays off. That's what I like to say to people <laughs> you know it does yeah. pay off it doesn't matter if you're you know having a very, very big audience or not, you know it really always will so but so are were you teaching a lot? you
1: said uh yeah actually, please, I, at one point, I had like thirty five or forty students that i was uh-huh. I was working with at at one time, and um yeah. Yeah, it was it was really it was really rewarding to to work with uh, to work with uh-huh. youngsters and and have them like watch them develop skills and and to be there it, to just witness it. Cause there was a lot of times where I would work with students and it was kind of like I just kind of would get out of their way because they were they were going to do it regardless.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, sometimes
1: it was the yeah the, the, the duck and cover because this kid's gonna go somewhere. It was just, it was really cool to be, you know, kind of in the back seat or, or just oh, ride a shotgun on that on that. It was cool.
0: Good. I think drummers are good motivators. She provided just a lot of motivation to a lot of people. But um as as far as your favorite um masters or your favorite method, um, you know, that you might have learned from you know a lot. Of, well some people start out banging on pots and pans and, and don't know what on earth they're doing but you know <laughs> I I've, I've that was seen a lot that was definitely me like. that
1: was definitely me I I was I had pots and pans set up in the in the kitchen when I was 5 uh-huh.
0: or 6 there you just kind of
1: always wanted yeah, yeah and that's my <laughs> parents just got me that drum kit cuz they knew that's what it was going to was going to happen
0: yeah
1: but as for techniques and in uh in things that I like to practice and, and work with. Um I guess I would say the things that I studied uh, uh studied when I was younger that really kinda helped me out now was really immersing myself in learning how to play jazz.
0: Oh really? Okay.
1: Yeah, uh lear- learning to play jazz on the on the drums is it's for I like to say it's beneficial that you that you learn how to play that that style of music because it 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 opens up a better thinking process a better thinking process or it it, it helps you develop what I like to call in, musical instincts to so where you can kind of have a pretty good guess as to what might be coming next in a song say if you're I, improvising with with four uh, or five people it's it's really. It's it's done nothing but help me out immensely okay. in my entire entire career.
0: hmm mm-hmm. Wow. That
1: would definitely be one of them.
0: And so you did a lot of, uh, you know, have you played a lot with with grooves? Uh, I know there are a lot of people who teach rock grooves, like Karma and a Piece. He yeah, he's got an amazing, words, you know? Yeah,
1: he's got an amazing book called uh what is it? Realistic rock method.
0: Yeah. Which is one
1: that I I worked with that one when I was younger and uh I've taught that with a lot of kids too. It's, it's it, it 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 literally is exactly what the book says. It's real realistic rock method. It's actual grooves that are easy to read and easy to play once once you understand how how the music works and there're they're extremely useful because they're they're grooves that you're gonna use in in any setting with any type of rock band it's just yeah it's really useful I I can't say enough good things about the book
0: uh-huh uh-huh well yeah and he and he is definitely cool and, you know so is his brother I don't know if yeah, you've ever absolutely. talked to these guys but if you mispronounce their last name wrong oh they don't like that <laughs> one of them says apiece, peace and the other one says apathy. And if you mix it up, they like there's just no no you know, no further uh need for uh, questions, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I I have um, heard
0: that. Yeah. But are you um you know, are you a big fan of um uh, Black Sabbath, or um, you know, what are your favorite influences?
1: Um, definitely, definitely, I'm a, definitely a Black Sabbath fan. Um, I'm a huge, I guess you could say I'm a huge blues fan. So mm-hmm. like Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple, um, just to name a few of the 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 real classic masters that I, I love listening to. I'm i on a I'm on a huge Deep Purple kick lately, and I have no idea why. And I'm not oh really I'm not sad. I'm not sad about it by any means, but yeah, just just uh, I pulled out Machine Head and uh, gave it a listen a little while ago, and it's just been kind of sticking with me. And I, I it just, it's not a bad thing, you know. But uh, but other yeah. bands that I really like, other bands that I'm really into, um, I like a lot of uh, I like a lot of the doom the doom metal stuff, such as like uh, there's a group out of huh. Minneapolis called called Red Desert. They're fantastic, okay. and then uh, and I also really, really, really dig listening to Clutch. Uh
0: huh, Clutch is cool. Huge,
1: yeah, huge fan of that band. I really, really dig their drummer, uh, JP Gaster. He's he's fantastic. Uh
0: huh. Good. Um, so, where did you feel like uh, you were definitely ready to play some industrial metal? I mean, is that would you? Would you say that ministry is definitely industrial metal, or would it be another kind of heavy metal? Now with the new album. <laughs>
1: um, with the new album, I the band has evolved over you know all these years. The band has really, really gone through some serious evolution, and uh, where where things are at right now, um, I'm I'm absolutely stoked with everything that that's. That that the new record's going to be showing everybody. I really like the the direction that the band has gone
0: with uh, this
1: record. Is is um, it's definitely a uh, like like Sin has said this. The songs are a little more blues influenced, and they're a little more. Uh, it's it's definitely a slower record than uh, other records in the past. Say like Rio Grande Blood or uh, Let Go. Um, okay. Just mm-hmm. just to name a couple of songs, or even even like Punch in the Face, they're they're really fast fast industrial thrash style songs. Which don't get me wrong, I, I love playing those songs, but some of these new songs that they have, that they're uh, they're a little more groove oriented, and uh, they've got such great feel. And I think I think the audiences are really gonna dig it yeah. because it's 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 definitely a new direction, but it's not. Something that's going to step so far out of of what they would somewhat be expecting from the band. It's it's definitely it's definitely going to be a, a fun show.
0: Oh wow! Okay, I'm going to see it too. I think I'll be here. Excellent! Excellent! <laughs> yeah. Um. So how is it that you prepare for such a performance? Is there I mean,
1: is it hours and
0: hours of practice time? Is it uh, lifting weights in the gym, or
1: uh... you know, a little bit of both, actually? Um, yeah. Because uh, you know, when when playing as a as a drummer in a in a band like this, when you're playing songs that are you know at like two ten plus beats, beats per minute, um, uh-huh. it it. It is a bit of a cardio exercise to to get through them, so it's it's not a bad idea for you know I I I try to work out as much as I possibly can, but when you're on the road, a lot of times that turns out to be completely impossible. But um, oh.
0: mm.
1: I try to I, I I try to exercise so that way I'm I'm kind of in shape for uh, for actually doing the the shows, and then uh, when it comes to actually practicing and preparing drums wise, that's that's almost more important than, than, uh, than actual like physical exercise because the more you can sit down and practice a song on a drum set, the, the more it commits to memory. And then you kind of, it kind of becomes second nature where you have muscle memory when sitting down. Cause a lot of times you have to be really, really think on your feet when you're, uh, for lack of a better term, I should say, you have to think on your feet or just, be ready for anything to happen because when you're playing a, a, a live show, anything can happen. Where you know someone breaks a guitar really. string, breaks a guitar string, or anything like that. So the more, the more uh-huh. you can have a, a mental understanding of everything about the song and have it just be second nature to play it. The, the, the yeah. easier it is to adapt.
0: Oh, so, okay, th- Yeah. So <laughs> the
1: the more the more practice, the better. I've always said that about everything. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen uh, some of these things happen on stage, and i won't You know, <laughs> we go on, go on, and on about all the sorts of things that could happen. You know, during a live performance. But well, yeah. the sim- simple thing is that I don't know uh, a drum breaks, a drum head breaks, or a cymbal gets knocked over, or something like that. And then you know, and you got to keep going while the drum tech save
1: the save the song <laughs> yeah yeah, right. yeah literally, literally so, saves the song yeah like yeah yeah and that's it's especially with with a, a specific performance like like ministry does on stage there's hardly any time in between songs because we're we're up there we've got just a x amount of time to on stage and we've got to try to execute as many songs as we possibly can and and all of us are in agreement that dead air on stage is horrible. So there's ah. really sometimes like I think the longest break that there is between uh between songs on the last tour was 8 seconds. And that was really? just enough. Yes, it was just enough time to lean over, take a drink of water, set it back down and then yeah. start the song. Okay. And then Okay. Oh, but wow. yeah, so if anything was to go wrong, it's 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 imperative to have to have a drum tech.
0: Right. And uh uh-huh.
1: yeah, and uh-huh. I I can't say enough nice things about the tech that was with me last time. Nick Engel is his name. He was, Okay.
0: He's, oh, good. he's
1: a true professional. He's, awesome. if, if anybody out there is looking for a drum tech and he's not busy uh, working with me, call him yes. up. He's amazing. Nick Engel.
0: Oh, uh, that's cool. Uh, what is your kit like?
1: Um, the drum kit that I'm playing uh, on this tour and the next tour, I just got a, a, a brand new kit from Yamaha. It's the... The Yamaha Live Oak Custom, and it's the Black Shadow Fade, so you can uh-huh. still see a little bit of wood grain. It's a, it's a beautiful kit, and it, uh, it's like. the probably the, the loudest and biggest drum set I've ever owned, and it's, uh, it's, it's really cool. It looks cool. It, uh, it sounds even better. And, and, I, and I said before, it's the loudest drum set I've ever owned. Like some, uh. there are places you don't even have to put microphones on it. It's, it's just that loud.
0: Oh really? Nice. Yeah. How many uh symbols I've got?
1: Uh right now I'm kinda I'm working with a a setup of uh I have two hi hats, um two hi hats, two crash symbols, an ozone crash symbol, a uh, China symbol, and uh and an earth ride, the the loudest ride symbol you can get. So that's uh-huh. what I'm using there. But on the uh-huh. tour I ended up I ended up last this last tour I ended up absolutely murdering a few cymbals on the on the tour but you know it's just kind of it's just kind of how it goes like the first the first show sitting down with the band i was i guess you could say i was a little bit too into it and just murdered those a couple of cymbals but i still feel bad i <laughs> I feel still bad didn't about it oh like, uh, yeah right 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 <laughs> good stuff so,
0: uh how many Tom and how many bass pedals have you got
1: uh, right now the kit the the kit's got two bass drums and uh it's got it's got one tom tom and two floor toms. So it's um uh, trying to think if there's any it, it honestly it looks a lot like uh a demonic version of what Louis Belson would have played in the 1940s. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well versed in uh music history. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome.
0: Good. Um, well, I've, I'm not, I'm not going to say I've run out of questions, but um, I don't want to keep you <laughs> for too too much longer. But
1: no worries, I got uh, I got plenty of time. I love talking. <laughs>
0: okay, good stuff. Um, and are you um, are you a family man? Have you got uh, little ones at home that you're teaching to play? I'm thinking of John Bonham here, and I know he was so close oh. to his son. And when he got started, because it's almost time for Bonzo Bash—that time of year. So.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: No, uh, I'm I'm a married man. I've got a wife, Mary. She uh, she basically uh, she's she's my uh she's my rock. Yeah. She takes care of uh. She takes care of everything that uh. That my uh, artistic brain really <laughs> can't can't wrap its head around such as logistical things. She's she's a, for lack of a better term, she is my manager. She uh, she makes sure that stuff happens and,
0: uh-huh. and makes
1: sure that I'm where I, where I need to be at the right times. Normally, I'm busy thinking about playing drums.
0: Yeah, oh, and I have well, that's yep, good. I'm married.
1: I have I have no kids. Um, yeah, so it's just the two of us. It's it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. So So she makes things uh run like clockwork. So that yes, she does. That well yes, for you. Yes, she does. <laughs> Good. Um. Well, then again, so are you going to be in town have for the big Nam convention? Are you going to be um doing some activities there? Um,
1: as I'll be going to Nam this year. Uh, there's I'm trying to get uh meeting set up with as many people as i possibly can to just kind of see if i can get onto some some rosters as a as an endorsee with with some companies it's but uh it's mainly business i won't really be doing any any uh any clinics or anything like that this year's basically i'll be a, a spectator and trying to trying to further some business stuff but but I'm really looking okay. forward to it. There's there's a lot of stuff that I've been I've been kind of eyeing up and talking with some friends of mine that uh, that are coming out this year. That are some, some innovative things that I really want to get my hands on and really kind of check out and see if they're something that I could I could use for myself. Than uh-huh. just a mm-hmm. you know from a, a a a drum nerd perspective, it's a, it's a candy store to see the latest and greatest. You know every year, so I'm looking forward yeah. to it. I uh, I always okay. like to get together and see everybody and see all the new stuff.
0: Yeah, well that's what the convention is for. And there's so many awesome uh just inventions in new technology, right. new innovations. Um I know it's really fun that people are putting music together now on their um, on their uh, computer apps iphone apps or whatever they are i know people are together people patience. are
1: recording entire albums with uh uh-huh. <laughs> with with an iphone now it's 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 amazing
0: it's funny i think it's so funny
1: <laughs> yeah right.
0: well good um so there's a lot of great stuff there you know absolutely especially for um you know just um inspire not only inspiring musicians players who are circulating um but um business people as well. Anyone in the music industry has a whole whole lot to see and do, you know, just yeah. to learn what's going on what's new. So that's great. Yep. Uh, but a lot of you rock started in either um networking, uh doing, you know, meeting and greeting people and some awesome shows going on um in the SoCal area uh Anaheim area. That's where yeah. Nam is. So um are are you are you playing at all the shows?
1: Uh no. No actually okay. uh, I won't be doing any shows with uh with, involved with Nam or anything like that. Uh the the first show is March 20th. I, I believe our first show is in Anaheim in March for the tour. I gotta I have yeah, to look at the it's, schedule. To get
0: the it's actually date. the House of Blues and I, the date is, like, March 23rd or 25th, but i um, got to double-check that, but, yeah, I'm Anaheim Garden Walk, so it's going to be an awesome show. I do some of their promoting, so hopefully I'll be there, too. Um, so, excellent, yeah, definitely is something to look forward to, so I got to, and we got to thank Derek Abrams for, you know, <laughs> for playing so hard. <laughs> being so cool. So
1: my uh, pleasure. My pleasure. You know, Thank you. Just,
0: yeah, it's a privilege to to hear you play, get to see you play. And I know uh your work with ministry is gonna be excellent too.
1: So
0: there's got some great videos online. Uh, do you have a website online or an Instagram Facebook thing we can do? Uh, actually
1: out? yeah I have a I have a Facebook page. It's uh just Derek S. Abrams at uh at Facebook dot com and uh I'm working on putting together a, a YouTube page Right now, uh, that's probably going to be Derek S. Abrams at YouTube as well. And uh, I'm also in the midst of launching a website, too, which is just going to be DerekSAbrams.com.
0: Okay. All right, cool. So we can catch up with you then. Absolutely. Well, uh, um, thanks for taking the time to be on a hack 82 podcast. And no hope, problem.
1: Thank you very much for yeah, having me.
0: I hope to see you soon. Yes. Okay. And the Anaheim
1: Show is it is March 22nd. I just got that 22nd. figured out. Here, so All right.
0: You're awesome. You got it. <laughs> We're going to yeah. check that out. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, Derek. Thanks a lot. Well, thank,
1: no, thank you very much. Well, uh, I, I look forward to seeing you in Anaheim.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. Bye bye.
1: Bye bye. Thanks again. Bye.
0: Yeah.